Rod Nice rat. Guys, this is rat number two, the Black Panther. I'm gonna be looking at two things in this rat. One, was the Black Panther a truly influential or revolutionary movie? And two, was Killamonger really the hero of Black Panther? And T'Challa was just a patsy or a pushover that a lot of folks think. The thing some folks have said about Black Panther was that it's not really the first black superhero film. That was Blade, which Blade and Men in Black are the first two really big comic properties that were hit in the 90s. And they're the ones that set the path for the relaunch of Batman, Superman, and a lot of the superhero movies that we kind of now enjoy year in and year out. The difference between Blade and Black Panther is while Blade did have a black superhero in the lead, Blade only had really three prominent African-American characters. That would have been Blade's mother, Blade, and the scientist. That's it. Everybody else in the movie was actually white. Um, the difference with Black Panther cast, the whole cast of the movie, the director, the writer, most of the crew are all African-American or black in this case, which makes it truly one of the first big major blockbuster Hollywood movies that's truly a black film. Compared to most other movies based in black culture or the black experience, the movies are usually based on slavery, relationships, good or bad, crime, family get-togethers, house parties, or Medea movies. While there's a place for all of these films, it's usually the only thing that we get in the black community, as if we don't like sci-fi or fantasy like everyone else. This was the first time where we actually got to see a black superhero, um, an African country where it wasn't just war-torn. We have a chance to see something like black excellence or even a term that a lot of people are not familiar with, which is Afrofuturism or Afro-tourism, where black people are in space or in a future, you'll see a black culture which is space-faring, scientific, and highly developed. The thing that was really prominent in the Black Panther movie was the mentioning of what if you had a African civilization that was untouched by colonization. They managed to have something that allowed them to grow and be more technologically advanced than any other country in the world. If they were left to their own devices, what would a country like that look like? And that's what you get to see in Black Panther. You get to see a culture that was able to grow and advance on its own and when it's not touched or disturbed by outside forces you can see amazing things can be achieved you can have the smartest person on the planet be a young black woman within an african country and the most technologically advanced country in the world is an african country the thing that makes Black Panther stand out is the writer, the producer, and a lot of even the people involved were fans. And you can see that when you look at that movie. It hits on some really interesting themes like colonialism and the way that African countries are being used for resource extraction. You have these countries are being um, taken advantage of. Now you have a country like Wakanda where 
none of that would have happened, you get to see how amazing uh, the world could be. After Blade came out, there really wasn't an issue where you had new shows and multiple different outlets mentioning the fact that the movie grossed nearly one of the highest grossing movies ever made. Another thing too is it's the first time you get to see a big budget was put into a movie that has a whole black infrastructure behind it. You also got to see that the world is ready or even the country is ready for black superheroes. Kids aren't or audiences aren't just saying if it's not a white superhero I won't watch it. If you tell a good compelling story and you have really amazing characters of very compelling ideas being brought forth, that movie is going to attract moviegoers. People who enjoy fantastic stories with beautiful people with superpowers running around doing amazing things whether those people happen to be people of color or white you're still gonna make a lot of money and you are definitely going to reach an audience of african americans and other minorities who don't get to see their faces or themselves represented in such a way so hey we're gonna take a quick break so you can hear about our sponsor We're back from the break. That's one of the things that was like really successful about Black Panther. And even with all of the great things that they did and a lot of the stuff that was done really well, there was a interview that was being done on Democracy Now! where they brought on a gentleman who said that there were actually some issues with Black Panther. At first I was like, what issues? The two he brought up are valid and I noticed one of the two. Um, the first one was that there were no African-American positive people in the movie. We only had Killamonger and the young woman that he was with from the museum. And in their cases, they were just criminals and mercenaries. Killamonger was pretty much a horrible person. <laughs> so there was no representation of a black African-American that was positive in that movie at all. And the next thing was when T'Challa came to California in Oakland, and he was buying the building that his uncle was killed in, you had one of the kids walked over to him and said, hey, is that yours? And when his ship came down. And what they did in the background is you actually had a lot of the younger kids who were somewhere between 12 to 15 years old are looking at the ship and the comments they were made, it's like, hey, if we strip that, how much money do you think we can get online? And so on and so forth. And what was kind of strange about that is kids usually have wonder. I think if I was in that situation, I'd be like, whoa, what is that? Where can I get one? Can I get a ride on that? I wouldn't be thinking about stripping it down to sell it for parts. So it was a very strange commentary to throw in there that black kids would be more about crime versus wonder when they see something amazing. So I, I did find that a little off-putting and it, it was one of those things that actually bothered me when I watched the film. Now the other thing I wanted to just talk about and touch on was folks keep saying that if you look at Killamonger, what he was talking about made perfect sense and T'Challa was basically like a lot of people like to say was a punk. If you look at Killamonger, he was all about destruction. He, in every chance he got to basically try to kill a person or even a woman or hurt a woman, he didn't pass up on it. Like, he didn't really have to kill the girl that Claw was holding. He just chose to because it was more expedient than 
having to tell her, hey, I'm going to my country and you can't come. Also, when he had gotten the power and he had just woken up from taking the herb, he tells the woman to burn it and she goes, but my king, and he grabs it by the neck and he basically threatens her, I said, burn it all. He's the king. He could have just told her, did I stutter? She would have done what he said. He didn't have to manhandle her. He didn't have to grab her. The next part is when he's fighting the Dora. He killed one of them. And even though his, his uncle killed his father, why was he so intent on killing his cousins? It really didn't make any sense. I mean, there's no point in it. Besides just, if you're a bad person and in your heart, you're just basically driven by vengeance and you wanna make everybody pay and you wanna burn the world, yeah, maybe that's your take. But on the other end, what they say with T'Challa, where people say like T'Challa, it doesn't make sense. He's so weak, he was owned through the whole movie. If you watched T'Challa's arc between the Civil War movie and Black Panther, T'Challa is a very consistent character. T'Challa is about justice, and T'Challa is a good man who's always looking for the situation where if he does not have to take a life, he won't. If you look at the end of Civil War, when he finally came in and caught the villain that was responsible for his father's death, the man was going to kill himself. T'Challa actually took the gun away, and instead of allowing this man to have an escape, he made him have to live with what he did and chose justice over vengeance. If you watch in the movie when he was fighting the Jubari leader, Mokiba, instead of killing him, he's like, your people need you. He wanted him to yield versus just breaking his neck or choking him to death and winning the panther crown outright. After he fought Killamonger and he stabbed him, he literally could have saved him and he told him, let me save you. Killamonger didn't want that, but even after this man tried to kill his sister, killed the, the Dora, killed great family friend, T'Challa was always the hero. He was always looking for a way to save a life instead of take it. So to me, I think when a lot of people are saying, well, Killamonger is right, Killamonger definitely talked a great game and what he was talking about did resonate, but you have to judge the character by his actions. Whenever violence was the one of the options, Killamonger always chose violence. He never chose the other way. He never tried to talk to people. He never just used the force of his will, his charisma, his forcefulness to just tell somebody, you're doing what I'm saying. He always went towards the violent way. So that's really what marks him as a villain. So when people are watching the movie and saying, oh yeah, I agree with Killamonger, yeah, Killamonger all the way, all the way, it doesn't really jive with me. And the final thought is today we were just having a conversation about social justice warriors. And one artist or comic book creator who has a really amazing product that I kind of respect said that just because of all of the situations that the way Marvel for the last 20 or 30 years have written Black Panther and the way certain writers actually treated the character poorly or wrote really bad scripts, he has no love or no, or no liking for that character. I mean, that's your choice. But then to call everybody out that, to say that everybody is just uh, being fanboys or we're being pandered to, man, we, we just accept whatever they give us. Hey man, I, we, can't, we can't keep looking for a way to grab the feet out of the drawers of victory. The whole idea about it is it's a character created by a white person. The company is not black owned. It's a, 
is a media conglomerate owned by white people. But the one thing that that movie and the whole situation with the Black Panther gave us is it's an avenue to show people that black lead characters, black actors, black action movies, black futurism, black excellence are all viable products that you can actually take a chance on. We got to use what we get to our advantage instead of always looking for ways to say uh, it's not black owned, it wasn't created by black people, it's it's not 100% blackity black, so I'm not going to look at it. It just doesn't make any sense. So that's my rant and thank you for listening. And as I said before, keep your eyes, your ears, your heart, and your minds open. Until the next rant.